Do you moisturize your uh, your hands daily? No, I'm a grown ass man. They just feel pretty soft. So these are just self moisturizing. Yeah. It's damp outside. I don't know if that helps. I did notice you were looking a little thick today. Well, I remember Airheads. The white was mystery flavor. That's where you draw the line of shame. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Airing Your Snacks. My name is Jacob Henley. I'm joined by my two beautiful co-hosts today, Patrick Webb and Caleb Dominguez. We're here to record episode number two for you, um, so hopefully you like it. Hey, guys. Um, wasn't prepared. Leading in strong. We're excited to get into it this week. We're uh, slowly getting better and figuring this whole thing out. Looking forward to episode two. I've never been so excited in my life for what's about to happen. What about when your child was born? Yeah, so this is probably second. (laughs) (laughs) A close number two. Yeah. It's going to be great. Close number two. Stay tuned, and um, here we go. Here we go. So I want to warm up with you guys, get our legs stretched here, you know, crack our knuckles, roll our shoulders just a little bit. This is the first podcast we're actually filming, everybody. So if you're listening to us now and you would like to see our faces in our facial expressions, which kind of make everything a little better, go to our YouTube page at Earn Your Snacks. Bet you won't ever remember that one. So for a warm-up, this is a, uh, a question I normally ask all of my close friends because it, it will completely pertain to our friendship as a whole. If you were to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what comes first? And I don't mean the bread. I mean, like, what condiment comes first? The peanut butter or the jelly? The peanut butter goes on first. So I don't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I don't like jelly. You don't like America either? what has jelly? Why? Just as a kid, never liked it. When did it hurt you? I just didn't like it. Follow-up question. Do you eat fruit? Yeah, I love fruit. Fruit and vegetables. You ever eat sugar? Yeah. Ever heard of fruit and sugar? Do you like smoothies? I don't like sweets, though. I'm very, very fruit, picky when it comes to sweets. Fruit smoothies? No. Fruit roll-ups? Yes. <laughs> fruit by the foot. When it's by the foot, it gets you, huh? But not when it's in jelly <laughs> format. Gushers. Oh, heck yeah. That's a good... Jam. But you draw the line at... I mean, I'd eat it, but I mean, if I'm going to make a sandwich, I'm yeah. not going to put jelly on it. Okay, well, gun to your head right now. You have to make a PBJ. What goes first? I'd put peanut butter first. <sighs> Well, wait a minute. Crunchy peanut butter or the smooth cre- peanut butter? Well, we got, we got, this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot of questions. Patrick, are you prepared for this? So crunchy goes on PB&Js, but smooth goes in smoothies. Smooth does go in smoothies. That's, or you'll have peanuts in. <laughs> no one wants a crunchy smoothie. <laughs> Nobody wants a crunchy smoothie. I, I do jelly first, and I'll tell you why. Let me, before you even explain how many utensils do you use? One. Okay. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you use? I use one, but that's why you put the peanut butter on first. Because you want to get peanut butter in your jelly? But You Neanderthal? Do you refrigerate your Ooh. jelly? Yeah, I do. So you'll take some jelly, dabble it in with a PB, and just leave it on the counter? No. Yeah, because the jelly's inside the PB if you use one no, utensil. No, bro, get this. Have you ever tried to rinse peanut butter off of a knife? Or oh, a sp- or for a spoon if you're that guy. It's nearly impossible. Right. I use a spoon. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. You know. So <laughs> Did I don't you see that. 
I'm in your head. But, guys, hold on. Get, have you ever tried to rinse jelly off a knife? It is easier. Yeah, why don't you use jelly first? Oh, because I don't even rinse it. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's just peanut butter in my jelly in the fridge. <laughs> so if I just go in your fridge right now, there's just all kinds of nut butters in your jelly. Two jars of jelly, both with trace remnants of peanut butter. <laughs> Who are you? So I'm going to say I don't... I, I don't like jelly, but if I were to make one, I would use two knives. <laughs> I would. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> Have you ever tried it with a spoon? Uh, well, I mean, I don't make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but that would use a knife. What what device do you use to do you use to spread your condiments? You use. You can. Uh, I think it would depend on what I'm making. I bet he uses steak knife. Yeah, <laughs> big old serrated. I mean, typically, edge. it is a knife. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know, if uh, like you're cooking food. And you got to scoop something up, then I'm going to use. I think it's super funny that you went into this because I'm like really wanting to get into PB&Js. What do you mean you want to get it? Like, like, like want, I want to get like, <laughs> I want like fancy PB&Js. You just want that's you want to chase. Yeah, like that's where I'm going to. So now. what's the luxury peanut butter that you speak of? Oh, the possibilities are endless. I've just been I've just been. Uh, you mean like we're talking cashew butter, almond butter? I want Hazel brand. You're talking Whole Foods, Publix, Walmart. I mean, great value. So, boy. Jif, and what's the other one? Like the second leading brand, Skippy. Skippy. Yeah, that's what we use right now. Skippy. So I use the great value peanut butter, but I, I'm a normally I throw it in a smoothie. Do so you hate yourself? No, not not normally, not today. <laughs> but I throw it in a smoothie. So I, I used to be a Jif guy. So Jif is for peanut butter sandwiches, peanut butter and jellies. Yeah, and Skippy's for. You throw it in a smoothie. Okay. Who made these rules? Moi. You didn't? Yeah. yeah. Those make sense to me. Mr. Two Knife per sandwich. Can't hide money. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just your wife walks in and there's like eight knives in the sink and Caleb's like, How many sandwiches I did you I made four have? sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, the only time I'll like leave streaks of another... I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> Me? I, I do. The streaks so of something like, else if, and something if I'm else. I'm like eating chips and salsa and then like cheese dip. Yeah. I'll do cheese dip and then I'll dip it in the salsa. You know what I mean? Leave streaks of cheese dip in the salsa. Yeah, but like that but that's it. Anything else, like I can't be leaving streak action. No? No. Streak so free. You, you draw the line at chips and salsa. You will yeah. streak up somebody's but salsa the cheese has to go with first. your white cheese. If somebody's dipping that salsa in the cheese, you know you just can't do that. What does that mean? You got to go outside and fight? I'm going to ask for another cheese. Yeah, you're not going to ask to fight. You're just going to make another cheese. I would cheese. like another cheese and two knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is it two chips per dip? Do you double well, dip? Well, it depends on if I'm by myself. Do you double dip? I'm by myself. Heck yeah. We go, we're all friends here. Be honest. I'm, I'm not going to double dip with, like, like you know. Would you double dip with me? If I asked permission, you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> not fairness. I mean, if you're going to double dip, I don't say, dude, are you okay if I double dip? And I'm going to say, I appreciate it. You know, then I'm going to double dip with you. Yeah, it's very honorable. Why don't you, you know? guys just share a beer? Two yeah, straws? I'm down. Two straws. <laughs> two straws and a beer. Oh, man. This is, I've, I've learned so much <laughs> about you guys today. I'm almost a little disappointed, especially in the lack of PB&J. So What's what up? about, what? Have, so you just remove peanut butter and jelly because you don't like jelly? I like, like peanut butter sandwiches. Have you ever so heard? just peanut butter. Mm-hmm. See, that was my question. Where are you going with this? Oh, I have nowhere else to go. I oh. hit a dead end. <laughs> what's 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 a what's a, uh, a substitute you could use for jelly? Ready, go. Bananas. <sighs> Close. That's a delicious sandwich. I love it. No. 
You don't put bananas on it? It's not banana jelly. He's not a fan of bananas. Is it the I don't think I've is it the shape? I think I've tried it one time. Well, in all fairness, you gotta cut up the bananas. There's only one Especially proper if you way. So use friends. your second knife, Caleb. Come 100%. on. No, wait, I'll say this. If I'm gonna make a peanut butter and banana sandwich, use the scissors. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the knife for the peanut butter and then cut up the banana. But you wanna know why? <laughs> Because Tell the, me. The banana's gone. The banana's not going back in your fridge sitting there with peanut butter streaks in it. You Have know? you ever had such a big banana that you don't use it all? I mean, only you would know that. What does that mean? Because you can only fit so much banana on your sandwich because if you stack your banana slices, like it slides around. lumpy. Yeah, it just slides around on the bread. Yeah, like, like I said, I don't like them, so... <laughs> I haven't done it. I, haven't, I think I've had just like an one. expert two seconds ago. I was saying if I were to do it. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, yeah. the, the direction I was going with this wasn't bananas, but thank you for that. It was honey. Remember in like school where you could pick hot lunch or cold lunch? And if like you didn't like the hot lunch because vegetables are stupid, mm-hmm. you would pick the cold lunch. And it would say peanut butter and jelly, but it was a lie. It was PB and honey. Never got them in school. Oh, yeah, you were homeschooled. Oh. <laughs> well, we did go to like... Uh, junior and senior year together? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I thought he was about to say, we went on field trips to the <laughs> public school cafeteria. <laughs> I was homeschooled most of my life, but I did go to SHS, 11th and 12th grade year. Yeah, me and Caleb did go to Stage for High School together. classes together. together. We did. Some were fun. Those sh- that shouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> but, um, you know, high school kind of kicks off things for getting up early, going places, and, and uh, you know, having somewhere to be and an agenda and stuff like that. What uh, what would you say your daily routine is now as a 26-year-old? Almost. You'll be 26 in March, won't you? Next month. Yeah. Next month. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so what's your daily routine? Well, it's completely different now because of, so I watch Samson basically every morning until Alyssa gets off. So now what it is, when Samson, he gets up between 8 to 9, when he gets up, the first thing I do is take a dump. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know about you guys. It's just this is the first thing I do. God, I wasn't ready. I would um, give it to me. I'll and take it. then from there, get Samson's uh, breakfast ready. It's Cheerios and bananas, slim thin slice cuts. Thin slice bananas. Do you judge yeah. him as he eats the bananas with his tiny hands? I mean, you, I, I cut him up in slices. Yeah, but I'm saying, do you judge him because you don't like bananas? No, they're great for him. You know. Yeah, we just didn't know if like you were like, oh, here's son, here's a banana. Well, he likes them, and they're good for you. Yeah. So um, he does that. I take a quarter to a half serving of my pre-workout because I'm not actually working out, but I still want energy. That's your coffee substitute? Yeah. I uh, like coffee, but haven't drank it in a while. I should. Yeah. And then from there, we just play and go along our day. Nothing too crazy. But before Samson, it was getting up between 7 to 8, hitting the gym, Come home, shower, get ready for work, go to the office. And typically, I want to eat till 1, 2, 3 o'clock most days. And I'll try, what's that? We talked about it last week, intermediate fasting. Yeah. Keep, I, w- I would try to do that. I don't think it really did much. Like intentionally, or you just would kind of end up intermediate fasting? Kind of both. Yeah. And nothing crazy. And is, then it, is it inter- intermittent or intermediate? I can't remember. You shouldn't have asked me. I in, think it's inter, in, inter, intermittent. Inter, 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 intermittent. 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 
Stop it. I can't. I just can't inter, do inter, it. Inter, no, I can't. Well, I, I quit. I just can't do this anymore. So do you, you shower in the morning or shower night? So with Samson, I just shower in the afternoon. Um, but I would, of course, shower after I worked out. Yeah. I don't shower after work. Yeah. I go, I, I go straight to work. Yep. Just smelling like butt? Yeah. You're going to smell like butt regardless. It's if you don't hot. smell in it, you're going to roll in it, so... You don't sit in the sauna though either, do you? No, not in the mornings. See, I would I sit in the sauna every day. I do I sauna. I'm a fan of sauna, but not in the mornings. Pueb, what's your daily routine? So my schedule like flip flops from kind of days to to nights, but on the day schedule, I like get up, make a protein smoothie, do my reading, uh, and then I'll do a go to the gym or do a run. Come home, and I'll eat lunch. And whatever I didn't do, if I went to the gym, I'll run. If I run, I'll go to the gym and then get ready for work. And then on the evenings, I just set it all back a couple hours. Yeah. you So you pretty much stay the same uh, when you go from day to night. Yeah. Whether or not I get up at like five or get up at nine. Yeah. And your your night shift right now is what, like two to midnight-ish? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So you read in the morning instead of in the afternoon or at night? Um, yeah, I try and I, I like to do everything I can. So I knock mm-hmm. it out because especially if I work at night or when I get home from work, like I want to be able to relax and do whatever I want. Right. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. So my daily, what about you, Jacob. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm the, the weird guy. Yeah, uh, let's hear what your schedule is. Every day I wake up at three thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Are First of drugs? all, gross. I know. What kind and of drugs do you do? I'm not on drugs. I'm not. Uh, so I eat a lot. Um, you know, we'll get into that a little bit later, but I'm, I'm trying to gain some weight. So I'm eating 4,200 calories a day. Good night. So for me to get a meal in, because I need to eat, start eating early, and I need to get a meal in before the gym for training reasons, I have to get up at 3.30 so I can have it digested by the time I get to the gym at 5 o'clock. So I get up at 3.30. What do you do from 3.30 to 5? Well, I eat. Meditate. Yeah. So, um... I start my day with 12 egg whites, a cup of oats, um, and I blend that all up and drink it. You could try you to drink cook. drink it? Bro, yeah, go ahead. Try to cook 12 egg whites and a cup of oats, which turns into two cups of oatmeal. <clears throat> and try to eat that and tell me what happens. So I get the I get the oats, but oats. the egg whites. Yeah. Because I blend up the oats in my smoothies. I love egg whites, though. Yeah, egg whites are, are good for you. And it's a slow digesting protein. Uh, so, I mean, that's going to start digesting, obviously, right there around 330 going to burn throughout my entire workout you know provide me some nutrients and then i of course hit it with a protein shake afterwards uh, so yeah wake up 3 30 have breakfast get ready for the gym <clears throat> i leave my house by 4 30 um i'm normally pulling into the gym parking lot around 4 45 that's where i sit there getting my head space for a little bit yeah just in there just dashboard confessionals just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, getting it <clears throat> and then i uh i go in the gym i twerk out till about 6 or 6 30 kind of depending on what the day is then I hit work. Um, I work from 7 to 5. Most days it's like from 7 to 6 because mm-hmm. uh, that's just how it bees sometimes. And then I come home. I eat dinner. Uh, What's a typical dinner? Chicken and rice. Like an ungodly amount? You yeah. Blend it up and drink it? <laughs> no, I don't blend it up. I, I haven't gotten into blending up my, my proteins like that yet. No, but um, yeah, I eat eight meals a day. And they're all out of black containers, little black uh, food prep containers. Like that one? 
Yeah, just like that one right there that I just ate out of. Mm. Um, and it's always chicken and rice. It's uh, two cups of rice and eight ounces of chicken. That's eight ounces of cooked weight. Um, and then, uh, oh, I think you're in the bathroom a lot. Yeah. I mean, 4,200 calories a day, man. You got to put it somewhere. You know? So how many, <laughs> like, how many probiotics do you take a day? I, I, I take a probiotic with every meal. I take digestive enzymes really? with yeah. every meal. I sure do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in bed by eight or nine. Eight is what I aim for. Nine, I am pushing not being able to get up. Seven uh, hours? I get about six to seven hours oh, that's, every that's night. That's good. Yeah. Um, how much you, sleep do you get? About seven. How much sleep do you get? I'll try for eight. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a new man when I get eight, but it's about six or seven. Yeah. What is it, Mark uh, Wahlberg? Have you seen his schedule? No. He, like, wakes up at, like, two o'clock. Like, he goes to bed at seven and wakes up at two every day. He'll have, like, two workouts in by, like, the morning. Mark Hashtag Mark. cook, clean, make money. Cook, clean, That's all he's trying to do. Yeah, I watched his video, like, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, that is just insane. Is it insane? I guess you have that schedule when you're, like, a rich celebrity. Yeah, he pays someone to watch his babies, make yeah. his food. Yes, Jim's home. I mean, it's just. You know how much time I would save if I had somebody milk prep for me? So, like, on my days off, like, I just told, the schedule I just told you were my days on. My days off are full of, like, the same morning routine. But when I leave the gym, I obviously come back home. Here lately, I've been going back to the office because I'm a working stiff. And, you know, I have to do things, catch up on paperwork. I got, you know, uh, big boy patrol stuff. I got supervisor stuff and SWAT stuff. And it all just kind of runs together sometimes. So I have to come in on my days off. And then uh, I come home. I do a lot of woodworking in the garage and stuff like that. And then on my free time, I film, like, some weird podcast with my bros. But, you know. Free time. Free time. I don't have much free time. Um, but when I do. Wait till you have kids. Nope. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hard no. For That's a, mm, no. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, say goodbye to free time. It's not actually that bad with one, but I can see how two gets a lot worse. Yeah, you start to be outnumbered. I'm, I'm that guy that, like, if I fall out of my routine, like, even by just an hour, I it freaking kills me for, did, through the rest of my day. I did it today. I I slept in. Oh, we didn't screwed. have anything to do. Yeah, Done. is that why you were right? Yep. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, look, it's just been a crappy day ever since. Yeah. Oh, like, so I woke up in a panic thinking it was a work day. Of course, we're off. Mm. And then, uh, and it was like two hours. So I just shoot out of bed. Everything was downhill from there. Yeah. So the cookie crumbles. That's how it works. But so if, yeah, if I get like out of my routine and like, I just get mad. I, How do you get back into it? What do you do? Just that day's scratch. You got to wait for the new one. It's, it's sometimes that's my attitude. You know, normally, like, I'll just... Because if I get out of my routine, my workout's going to suck. So I'll, like, go and do another workout later on in that afternoon. Like, I did that today. Um, and I, I did it yesterday. I've been hitting two days here lately because, like, I do what I want. You know what I mean? You can't tell me nothing. Um, you can't tell me nothing. Tell me something. Wrong. So, well, <laughs> Wrong. I'll say when I get out of my routine, I find it useful just to do kind of like one positive thing, you know, like if give like the day's j- just crap. Read my mind. Huh? Just read my mind. Yeah. Like give, give me an example of a positive thing. Um, well, like for me, if um, I'm out of my routine and let's say I'm working, I'll try to make a few like extra calls, um, you know, try to do a few extra door knocks, just something extra I wouldn't normally do to try to get door knocks like on. sales, right? You're yeah. For me, yeah. I'm an insurance broker, so. If I could do something to help, you know, help me get another sale. Make that bread. Yeah. Then I've something just found it. Kind of get you back on track. Or, you know, like read more of the book. You like if you read 20 pages a night, maybe like 30 
or instead of eating kind of healthy, just just something so I can feel better yeah. about myself. Yeah. You know? No quotes. It's just better. Like you feel better when you do those things. Just better. Yeah. yeah. Just feeling better. <laughs> you know, I was doing something, did a little more, feel better. Feel better. So, Pat, have you uh, you ever experienced, uh, I guess, getting out of your routine for like a couple days, maybe a couple months straight, and kind of like trashing out, falling down on your butt? It's been, okay. it's been a minute. Yeah. But, but oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Did you feel like down and out? Just yeah, it's really tough to come back from, especially if it's like a long time yeah. or if you like just fall on your ass like hit really hard mm-hmm. like it's how tough. hard real hard do we need a noise reference that golly that was <laughs> that was a hard one right there yeah that's yeah. pretty good that was good um so are we going with like i'm i'm confused at where we're going are we going with like yeah tell me about the time you've gotten knocked down on your butt yeah um so the like the most immediate thing that comes to mind was like this was i guess two three years ago mm-hmm. i'd worked up to uh supervision at our current job mm. and like it was not for me at that point yeah like when you're in supervision everyone's problem is your problem you were the, the supervisor of supervisor you were a sergeant yeah for those of you who don't know it goes you have like an apo which is just a, a road cop who's been there a minute a corporal and a sergeant and the sergeant is a shift leader so any holiday any weekend anything like that where the boss boss goes home and chief goes home the highest ranking member of your department over the entire city of Sagebro is a sergeant. So it like it was it was fine. It it wasn't fun by any means, and it's not. I'm fine. It's <laughs> not. It's not something that I just I came to really not enjoy. Like they don't really tell you like yeah everyone wants to work up and promote, but like everyone's problem becomes your problem. So I kind of got burnt out, and uh, I saw a position with the troopers come available, and like, they pay more. You can work wherever you want. So I was like, hey, I can make more money and go to North Georgia. Be a little closer to home, and uh, you know everything will be great. So I put in my two weeks, went through the process, got accepted, got the start date, <coughs> went to <laughs> trooper school for about two weeks. Hmm. I made a calculated decision <laughs> and found out that I'm horrible at math. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. It wasn't for me. So what happened? It just so to get through trooper school, you got to want to be a trooper. Yeah, you, you're not going to be motivated trooper, by money. Trooper, 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 you're not going to be motivated by location. Like the only thing to get you through that is to be a trooper. Mm-hmm. I didn't care what kind of hat I wore. I just wanted to make money, be a little closer to home. Clean, cook, make money. Yeah, I think it's cook, clean, make money. Cook, clean, make money. So uh, I, I I went through it for as long as I could make it, and I was like, hey, this isn't for me, and uh. I was like, I'm, g- I'm gonna quit. So the Q word is hard enough. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a tough choice. And uh, I told the guys, I was, like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm done. And I wanted, it was like a Thursday, I think. And so I'm like driving home, hmm. just quit the job I had, mm-hmm. currently jobless. No, just driving home from, from Forsyth. I'm like, uh I don't have I don't I don't have an income anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So it's like it's hard enough to quit something because that's not in my vocabulary. It was a really tough decision to make. Yeah. And then so like the next day I believe was a Friday, and uh, I called the upstairs secretary and I was like, "Hey, is a uh, is the chief fulfilled?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Uh, no." I was like, "Oh, can I can I make an appointment?" 
<laughs> she was like, yeah, on Monday. <laughs> what day was this? Friday. It is Friday. So this is day two of not having a job. And so I had to go through like the whole weekend just like sulking, weighing out the decisions of what I've done. Yeah. And then uh, Monday came and met with the chief. And oddly enough, like when she had told him I had called, he was like, hey, I wonder if he wants his job back. <laughs> Funny you should ask. Well, sir, actually. I would take a job, please. <laughs> you guys give me that? So I uh, came back on, and that was very humbling to come back on, mm-hmm. uh, kind of restarting. Hey, you know, you just fell on your face in front of the department. Yeah. So I just got back into it, and, like, that's not how I want to be remembered. That's not what I want to be known for. So yeah. I just started grinding, man. Like, find a niche and fill it. Whatever needed to be done, I was doing it. Rex. Yeah. Whatever. And then it ended up being, like, the best thing that happened because within that I got the current spot where I work with the dog. Yeah. And that's gold. Yeah. yeah. Seems like that's working out pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was tough, though. Like, talk about humble pie, like, coming back. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you from working the other side of that, uh, me and Patrick worked together, for those of you who don't know. Um, well, we work for the same department. When you came back, nobody was like, oh, here comes this loser coming back. It was like, yeah, screw trooper school. <laughs> <laughs> we we all knew. It's like nobody wants to trooper, trooper, trooper. Yeah. <laughs> Except for troopers. And yeah, nothing no. against those guys. Listen, we call them when we need them, and, and they always come. No complaints. Well, it's but just, it's com- not for everybody. And those who are there, it's for them, like 100%. And I, like, I wish someone could have sat me down and been like, hey, man, like, money's not going to do it for you. Yeah, Yeah, like, location's not going to do it for you. Do you want to be a trooper? I'm like, no. No. Rex, gross. Yeah. Well, hey, I think that can lead for me next, because a lot of it has to be with your why. Yeah. When you make decisions Absolutely. You know, money can't be a motivating factor. Success really can't even be a motivating factor. It has to be your why. Yeah, you're just a magnificent point. When you follow your why success and then money follow mm-hmm. you know they always say you got to become the person that attracts money and success you can't right. follow it yeah you know so for me it was one of the biggest times i did construction for about a year listen i just got married um that started to fall apart the last few months i was there and then i started getting into insurance and um the first five months were absolutely horrible. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. probably the worst five months of my life. Yeah. Because when you did it, I was like, what a leap. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, I mean, in five months, um, well, I remember over those five months, I'm in the same amount of money I made with uh, Brooks Financial, where I am now, in like three weeks. Yeah. And of course, that was also a good month. But either way, you know, it's we, I mentioned the, the why. And for me, my why was I just knew I wanted to do it. And I knew at the time the money, you know, it would come later. It's not like right. I got to chase that now, Yeah, you know? And I just had to do a lot of self-developing and learning and trusting the process. That's know? tough to do. Yeah, especially for five months. Yeah, he jumped on in. So when Caleb decided he wanted to sell insurance, it's like he quit his job. Yeah, yeah. I had, that was my only source of income. It went from like, you know, my salary every week to like 100% commission, mm. which I didn't sell a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. wasn't good. <laughs> no, it was... I, 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 I watched him. I mean, we were right there. Um, I watched him do it. It was just like, okay, yeah, buddy, go ahead, quit your job, figure <laughs> it out, and he did. I mean, I mean I've been doing it now for um, you know four and a half years, something like that. So yeah, you know, I've learned you kind of got to go through crap sometimes 
to come out on the other side. And when you do, it's normally a lot better. And it normally, it all has its... Uh, Were you reason. scared? Um, no, not really. No, not one time? I, I knew it was going to work out. Like, yeah. like, in the, like my why, like I just knew it was. So everything else didn't really matter. I just knew it was going to work out. Like each thing you got, you're just finding a way. Like you were going to make it work. Mm-hmm. That's admirable. Yeah. It's just because I, again, you're, if your why is not strong, then... 100, you know, yeah. You just give up. If you know, you know. Which is also not a bad thing, you know, like like in your situation. That's, it was good, you know? Yeah. Because it helps you kind of find yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you know what you so don't want to do. There's nothing yeah. wrong with, like, failing, you know, because it's oh, actually yeah. not. It's just that didn't work, so then it's, like, onto something else. Well, if you have to fail and start over from my ground zero, like you did, you quit your job. I wouldn't say you failed construction, but you you you, you did not it want to do that career you, path. You made, yeah, you made a choice. Uh, so if, if you fail and you're starting over from zero, I mean, that's good. That's great. Because now you're starting over brand new with something that someone else doesn't have. Now you have experience, you know. So falling exactly. down on, on your booty face and starting from zero could be beneficial. And it was for you because you've, you've done pretty great. I think it's always beneficial. Like, you just got to find out why. Exactly. Got to find out why. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> hashtag why? That, that might already be a hashtag, but we can it try. probably is. We can try, yeah. What about you? Why is the sky blue? So... My um, experience like that, uh, I, I would probably just relate to like uh, my weight and uh, my um, my lack of fitness growing up. Uh, so long story. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was very fat. Um, but it's like when you say you're fat, it's like, no, honey, you're husky. You were still yeah. pretty hot, though. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, my, buddy. My no, mom I, calls me cute. Yeah, no, fe- no females, but my mother thought so. Right. So when I was in like the... Uh, Sixth grade, I got up to like 212 pounds. Like my my pediatrician still has records of like how fat I was. Damn and it! Like telling me that you know you, you got to lose some weight, and I had asthma too. So I used my asthma as an excuse not to exercise. Like I can't exercise. I have asthma. Impossible. And my mother, listen, Ma, I love you to death, but she was worried about her baby with asthma. She's like, no, you shouldn't exercise, Sonny. Here's a honey bun. Yeah. You know, we we grew up poor. I mean, broke. So And, like, the low economic status diet is traditionally honey buns, uh, canned SpaghettiOs and stuff like that, which isn't ideal for body composition. Ravioli. You ate honey buns yeah. in high school all the time. Yeah, I did. Well, so that's when I was, that's when I got skinny fat. So, you know, as I progressed and I'll get into that. As I pro- progressed and, you know, I, I got into middle school I left the charter school that I was in and went to an actual public school in, in my eighth grade year. And it's like, all of a sudden, like, girls weren't icky anymore. I'm like, these are fine specimens. I would like to get to know some of them. But, uh, you know, not, not many people found the fat kid uh, attractive. I was funny. I had friends, but that was about it. I think they call it character building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, did it. It built. <laughs> You know, then I get into then I get into high school. Uh, you know, the summer of eighth grade and in high school, I started just losing weight naturally because of puberty. Some of it started falling off. Didn't you do track team too? Yeah. So I mean, like, uh, I decided like let's ride this gravy train, uh, and I signed up for cross country with one of my buddies, uh, Jacob Ward. You remember him in the youth group? Mm-hmm. Uh, He's like, why don't you come run cross country with me? And here I was, like, still thick. I'm like, all right, here we go. Hashtag thick boy running club. <laughs> Thick boy. Thick boy. That's a good one. Um, so I naturally started losing weight, and uh, you know I started kind of watching what I was eating, 
But my problem was I wasn't hitting the gym like I was supposed to. I was in weightlifting. Your boy was in the gym five days a week. But I was, like, still 20% body fat and 160 pounds. I looked like a bag of noodles, a bag of wet noodles. It wasn't anything great. And then our high school developed a wrestling team, the first ever wrestling team at Stage for High School. Me and Caleb were on, and our buddy, uh, good old Nick Founding Fattis. members. Founding members. I wish we were better, but I wasn't very good at all. Caleb's pre- was Caleb was pretty good. But, uh, so I, I started dropping weight again to make a certain weight class, and then, you know, I'm ignorant. I'm sitting here only thinking about calories and stuff like that. And uh, then I got, ended up getting sick. I hit 152 pounds in high school. And by the time I graduated, I was 155 pounds. Went straight into the police academy. A 155-pound moonbeam, just right into the police academy. Let's go wrestle some criminals. <laughs> I graduated the police academy. I do just fine. Our police academy was big into physical training and stuff like that. So I was running like the Dickens any day anyway. You went to? The Geechee Tech yeah, Police Academy. The one sure did. local? The local one. It used to be local. Yeah. Yeah. So there I, uh, there I was. I graduated the police academy. still like 152 pounds. And I get my first job as a sworn police officer at Georgia Southern University Police Department. And I got my tail kicked. Yeah, I was, I was, just, I wasn't big enough. I wasn't strong enough. And, and here I was trying to rustle up some college students who, you know, I mean, that's when you start getting athletic. That's when you start getting strong and stuff like that. And I just couldn't keep up. And I was, uh, I remember the first night I met our buddy Matt Simons. I, uh, we were out in the middle of the plaza. Thick boy. And for those of you listening, uh, the plaza is a is a horseshoe parking lot with like six bars in it. And, you know, people go and they just hang out around the block. They drink 40 drinks in each bar. That's the goal. Um, so we were in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just got it. <laughs> so we were in the back right corner. I won't name the bar, but you guys know what it is. You're facing the plaza. We're in the back right corner right there, leaning up towards Zaxby's. And there's this kid there showing his butt, running his mouth. So I go over there, all 150 pounds of me. I'm like, hey, sir, let me get your ID. Because he's giving the bouncers a hard time in the bar because he's using a fake ID. So he goes to give me his fake. I see his real one, so I take his real one. And he, all of a sudden, he gets this, like, really important phone call, right? He's like, uh, hello? This is uh, so-and-so. He goes to walk away. I'm like, dude, don't run. Don't run for me. Don't do it. So he does. He well, runs. They're going to do it. He takes off, and uh, he goes to jump a fence, and he fails. So I, I snag him, and it was on, like, freaking Donkey Kong. It was like I, I grabbed a hold of a raging bull. And we were scrapping and rolling around on the ground. I could barely breathe, but I finally get him handcuffs. This is after running, like, at least a... 75 yards. Um, and then, you know, I, I get him in cuffs. I'm just laying there on the ground, catching my breath, laying on top of this guy. And all of a sudden, I'm being hoisted into the air and put back on my feet. And somebody's brushing my shoulders off. And then this 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 random angel of man <laughs> picks up my suspect off the ground and just does his shoulders off, too, and just picks us both up. And I just walked in my car. I turned around. It was Matt Simons. <laughs> just, awesome. Come on, guys. He was We're not the, fooling around. Working the door that night. All like two hundred and fifty pounds of Matt picked me up, so that's when I decided. Yeah, I was uh, I was too small to be a cop, so I had to start packing on some pounds. Which I a picture popped up of uh, yeah, when we first started hanging out. Yeah, I got it. From then to now, Mm -hmm. like Jacob's been putting in the work. Yeah. Oh yeah. So for the past, how long have I been at SPD? Four, allegedly. I don't remember. So for the past like four or something years, yeah. when I stopped working for the university, started working for the city, uh, my clientele got a little bit bigger. My jurisdiction got bigger. So I decided. Probably bigger and faster. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been eating like 90% of my meals out of black Tupperware containers. And I, you know, I read that book by Mike 
Mike Matthews, uh, Bigger, Leaner, Stronger. A yep. great program if anybody's looking for one. Uh, pick up the book off of Amazon, That's Bigger, what I'm doing Leaner, right Stronger. Now. That's a great program, uh, and it, I'm 200 pounds again right now. I'm 205. I'd like to be heavier, um, but this 205 is very different from the 205 I experienced oh, yeah. in sixth grade. Um, this one I'm proud of. Every year on my birthday, I vow that I'll be in the best shape of my life, and I will continue to do that until I'm like 60. And then I'll be in the second best shape of my life when I'm 61. That's my goal. That's good. So, yeah, I decided I was too skinny. Well, first I was too fat, too skinny, and now I'm, now I'm right where I wanted to be. Perfect. Perfect. That's, that's my joiny. That's where I've been. It's, uh, the, uh, the Bigger, Leaner, Stronger, that's a really, really good book. Yeah. For just, like, anyone can use it. Someone who's been in for a little bit or someone who's just starting out, like, breaks everything down to a really understandable level mm-hmm. and hooks you up with workouts where you can, like, like 45 minutes – Hour forty five minutes, five days a week. Well, I mean, like that photo, for example, that showed up on our memories or whatever on Facebook. Both of those Jacob Henleys were in the gym five days a week. Yeah, I'm still in the gym five days a week. Sometimes six if I'm feeling good. But I mean, it's just the the style of of working out. Yeah. Just killing it. You go from doing these little machines and stuff, which have their place, and then you go to a progressive muscle overload program using barbells and dumbbells. And so all of a sudden, it's your body's just like mm, mass, mm, big muscle. Well, this is just like muscle. good at burnout, you know? Huh? Like, you work out to burnout. Like, I mean, there's different ways you can do it, but, I mean, when I was powerlifting, I mean, unless I was doing, like, the 5x5 five five program, it was to just, like, I can't do another rep. And normally, like, there was a spotter there. So if you're in the gym and, like, you do 10 reps, but you have five more in the tank, it's like, yeah. right? Man, yeah. are you really working out? So that was the point yeah. of Mike's program. It's, like, four to six reps. He's like, it needs to be heavy enough to where you can't exceed six. But, like... You don't want to go under four. Like, you need to find a weight that you get four to six. And number six, you should be freaking spent. You know, you don't need to have any gas left in your tank. That's good. Yeah, it's a good book. That's Speaking good. of books, Kayla, what's that, what's, that, what's that little book you got right there? Oh, oh it's shoot. Time. This what is, we got here? This is time for our new segment of the podcast. 100 Deadly Skills. 100 Deadly Skills. It's got to have its own intro. So this is a book. That has approximately 100 deadly skills in it. And I'm going to have Caleb flip to a random this page. on this podcast? Well, let me read it. No. Nope. Do okay. not read that one on this the internet. This book is, is very, it's almost too good. Go to page uh, 69. Oh, we can't do that one either. Yeah. We oh, did like we try that? that? Yeah, that um, How many pages are in there? Molotov. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mm, can't read that on the internet. Um, Go to page 22. 22. 22, 22. <clears throat> or... A hint or uh, skill twenty two. Skill twenty two. <laughs> what is this? Look, one? look, look. <laughs> what is this? How to steal a beer? Oh no, that's not good. Well, I don't think we can read any of these. Jake, where did you get this book? For, do, <laughs> do, uh, do 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 a hundred. Let's see what the hundred yeah, skill number one hundred. Should be like approximately. Okay, the this last one's page. good. Defeat duct tape. That's probably fine. Yeah. How to defeat duct tape? Yeah. Overcome duct tape. How to overcome duct tape. Well, Caleb... How do, you, how do you overcome duct tape? Just no pressure, but here you go. This is this is on the internet. <laughs> All right. This is lot. Li- well, so not the live. duct tape is around your ankles. All right. Picture this. So the duct tape is being used as a weight to shear duct tape restraints. All right. So you're handcuffed in duct tape. Yeah, in your ankles. Yep. What's her name? Assume a standing <laughs> position. Turn your feet outward into a V. All right, squat down first, 
driving butt to heels. All right. Tape will shear apart, freeing ankles. Go ahead, Patrick. I want to see it. Yeah. Are you doing it? Butt to heels. This is so the first thing you got to do is put your, your feet together. Yeah, and then V. Yeah. This is a V. It's a wide V. That is a wide V. And then put your hands behind your back. Yeah. All right, and then now you got to now squat down fast, driving butt to heels. Put, so put your butt. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> butt to heels. Faster. Fast, faster. Fast, faster. Your duct tape, Patrick. I don't think they broke. Try <laughs> faster. popping. Is that how you're supposed to defeat duct tape? Um, well, and then reposition hands from back to front because now you broke it, so you can put your hands in front of you. And then your hands, not your feet, crackhead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how. Yeah. Are you just too tall for this? Yeah. Oh. I know the first person I'm duct taping. Yeah, Pweb. Oh. Okay. We should have got duct tape. We should have. This is a great idea. Extend bound hands forward at shoulder height, then drive elbows past rib cage. Tape will shear <laughs> apart, <laughs> freeing Chest. wrists. Yeah. Chest thump yourself, buddy. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> Faster. You're in danger. Oh, we got to get some duct tape. Oh, yeah, we, we do. All right, and then you can escape out the back door of kidnappers' <laughs> vehicles at first stop. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our very first ever wow. episode, or our very first ever segment of 100 Deadly Skills. I'm Half of them I don't that. think we're allowed to read. My armpits are sweaty. Well, I mean, you got out of your duct tape cave. Patrick, so how did you feel? I mean, Violated. Do you, do you think you could actually pull that off? Yeah. Well, I know one way to find out. Yeah, if I've got to, I'm Jake, going to. Tune in what to is your why? <laughs> We're going to definitely duct tape you for episode three. Yeah, I'm down. That's happening. Yeah. That's great. What's the safe word? You're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> the neighbor's going to call the cops. Patrick's duct taped in the backyard <clears throat> in a van. So you, you guys, uh, you see this picture here? Oh, yeah. This is a picture of, of me and Patrick Webb. The PD posted it. It's us taking a family-style oh, portrait. It's black and one white. One more time. And, um, you know, his hand's on my shoulder. And... uh. We're just sitting there gazing into the distance, like Simba and Mufasa. Um, you know, everything the eye can see is yours, son. So I was in Lowe's today, actually, walking around. And for those of you listening, today is February the 15th. So I'm in Lowe's walking around, and this guy, and I'm in a purple shirt and gray pants, okay? I look nothing like a cop. I'm walking around Lowe's, and this guy says, hey, you work for the PD, don't you? Damn. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> me? No. <laughs> me? <laughs> me, police department? No, no, sir, I don't work for the police department. He's like, it's all right, my wife works for the sheriff's office. I'm like, all right, sure, you got me. And I saw that photo you posted. I'm like, yeah? He's like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and dude walked away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you know, like, the things like that, there's there's only two groups of people. Yeah. One thinks it's hilarious, yeah. and one is like, why? <laughs> Why'd y'all post that? Why? Yeah. For what reason? For what reason? So by the time this episode posts, which will be uh, the 8th day of March, the second Monday in March, I will post a photo to the Earn Your Snacks Instagram so you can actually see the photo we're talking about now. It's just a family portrait of me, me and my bro. No big deal. I would like to point out this is the second one we've taken. The first one actually has an oil painting. Yeah. I'll post that one too. Hey, Patrick, so I had a question for you. Oh, God. Have you found anything out about the uh, Birds Aren't Real movement? If it... If it Flies that lies. Here's a question, Caleb. I found something the other day. How many birds are on Mars? So that's that's what I was gonna uh, 
go over with you. Like, uh, let's hear it. I'm down. Did you know there's been no bird deaths on Mars? <laughs> no. That's suspicious. What about Uranus? There's none. <laughs> none. I still can't say that word and not die. How long have you been thinking about that? For <laughs> 22 years? Or no, how old am I? 26 years? None. None? None on Uranus? So you know... Did you know the Earth has birds? Correct. Yeah. And there's been um, 120, what's that, trillion deaths? Really? Associated with birds, or is that bird deaths? It just says, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> wake up, you sheeple. We're going to have to so fact Patrick, check I that. So, Patrick, uh, I was hoping you could give some explanation to this. Yeah, all, all I know is Since that you introduced it, me to the movement. If it flies, it lies. Yeah. And they charge on power lines. <laughs> this, is that why they're always so still you on think power lines? Like, yeah. Elon Musk created these robot birds? No, he's no, on our no, side, no, no, bro. No, no, no. Yeah. The Muskinators, totally with the bros. He's probably trying to like bury the power lines, too. Yeah, with his company, The Boring Company. He's trying to bury roads. That's I actually, I just saw that thing the other day. The Boring Company. Did you send it to me? No. Yeah, I saw he's trying to... <laughs> like, in L.A. was built these roads underground. Yeah, The Boring Company. That's what he named it. He's he's a man. I don't know. He's, he's, he's my favorite billionaire right now. Yeah, I really hope he becomes Batman. Yep. Remember we talked about that the yeah the bat ship the bat ship the guano guano <laughs> oh guano's <laughs> bat poop so I was making a joke just sh- shipped my pants <laughs> <laughs> I shipped my pants for free <laughs> <laughs> what about books you guys uh, Webb you've said you read every day man what what are you reading right now uh, I just finished up Warriors Creed by Roger Sparks Warriors Creed by Roger sounds Sparks. like a video game tell me about it. It was, it was really good about a, a guy who goes into a marine recon and then uh, gets out for a little bit and then goes back into uh, the Air Force as a PJ, pararescue. Para a pararescue jumper? Yeah. Nice. I have a friend that used to do that. That used to PJ? PJ? Yeah. I think he said he jumped like hundreds or thousands of times or something. Super intense. Like just would always jump? He like broke his back. A lot about how he overcame that and, and actually mm. a lot about his why. Like he got out of the Marines and he wasn't about that life, but wanted to be helping people. So he got into the the PJs. Nice. It's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. What kind of books do you lean toward in general? Uh, self help sounds so corny, but like it does. But but it, it's it's self improvement. Um, well, another dude is Ryan Holiday. Yeah. What's op- his favorite holiday? Ryan. Probably President's Day. Hey, happy President's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it is President's Day. Uh, he's got the obstacles away, stillness is the key, and ego is the enemy. All three super good books. Yeah. How it's many books a, have you read this year? I think I'm on 12. Oh, I just got the animal. It's only February. That's I got insane. 13 in the mail today. What are you trying to prove? <laughs> in the mail today? Yeah. How heavy was the package? It Book was, number 13, crackhead, not 13 books. <laughs> <laughs> You said you got 13 books in today. Book 13 came in the mail today, <laughs> Caleb. Re-listen to it and tell me what you hear. I will, because I heard the right thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're reading that many books, I would think you may order more than one at a time. <laughs> you just ordered 13 at one time. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was unusual. That's just what I heard. That's suspicious. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, man. I mean, I've legit got like five or six books in the mail at once before from Amazon. What are you reading right now? So I'm not actually reading a book. It's just about the stock market. Yeah. I started investing in the stock market last week. Oh, and yeah. so 
Um, basically, all my reading and stuff is just about that, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, not yet it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. they, they say you have to kind of bury yourself in it before you start understanding the language. So it's bad to just randomly invest money in, in random stocks. I just throw all my money in Amazon. Are you kidding uh, me? I've, I've just been, Amazon's a $5,000 stock all day long. It, it will be. It, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Oh. See, it's uh, pretty exciting. Good deal. Good what, deal. A, what about you? What you got? Uh, so I'm, uh, I've been rereading a lot of books this year. Uh, I reread uh, the Dale Carnegie book we spoke of uh, last podcast. I need so. to get that. Uh, we'll take my copy. It got highlights in it and stuff. I, I reread the Mike Matthews book again this year, kind of revamps and stuff that Man, I did. That, that became a tough read. Like it's really good, but sometimes when it gets into like the he gets into a lot of vocabulary and it really gets me. Uh, but right now I'm rereading the subtle art of not giving an f. That's a good book. Oh yeah, but who is it? Mark book. Manson, I think it is. Um, Ron Swanson, I thought. Um, oh shoot! It's, it's probably in my police car, but no, it's by Mark Manson. I think it is. Double yeah, check. I think he has a so, second book out. Um, yeah, it, I haven't read, but I need to. But uh, I just went through the part of the book where it talks about Dave uh, Mustaine. You ever hear about Dave Mustaine, Caleb? Mm-hmm. Patrick, if you have, don't ruin it. So Dave Mustaine was a part of this like rock band, and they had just signed on a record deal, and they were fixing to go in and record like their first debut album. And they were like, "All right, Dave, you're out of here. Done, son. Done, son. Kick rocks." So Dave was like, "All right, I'll show these guys. I'm gonna go start my own band." And uh, you know, he he kind of found some depression for a little bit, but then really got up under his own butt. He's like, I'm going to be a rock star now. And uh, he formed a band that we know today as Megadeth. Megadeth went on to be very successful and to sell upwards of 38 million records. So, But he was kicked out of... Right. So the band he was kicked out of? Metallica. Mm. One of the best rock bands of all time. And so the book goes into like... Because later on in an interview, Dave Mustaine, he was like, you know, how do you feel, Dave? You're 38 million record, blah, blah. He's like, I still feel like a failure. Because for Dave's entire life, he, he just thought in his head the entire time, he's like, I'm the dope who got kicked out of Metallica before they recorded their first debut album, Kill Em All. He, uh, he actually went back and relearned. Yeah. He had hired several teachers to come in yeah. and uh, and teach him and talk about like humbling like to be on the cusp of metallica yeah and be able to come back and like hire people to teach you right that's insane yeah but so if you if you measure your scale on a scale of one to metallica you know how many metallica rock bands are we ever going to have there will only ever be one i mean you can get into things like poison guns and roses and all those other hair bands but there will always only be one metallica you can say that word in china and everybody recognizes it no matter where you're at and he's always compared himself. He's like, I'm, I'm just the guy that kicked out of Metallica. But Megadeth has been one heck of a band. And 38 million records, think about it. Comparison is also the thief of joy. So Yeah, absolutely. And the book also goes into comparing uh, Pete Best. You know who that is? Nope. He <laughs> is the other Beatle. He got kicked out of the Beatles. And they replaced him with uh, Ringo. Ringo. Ringo Starr. Um, so Pete gets kicked out of one of... Probably the greatest band of all time, arguably. And his attitude is a little bit different. He says, getting kicked out of the Beatles was the best thing to ever happen to me. He's like, look at all these people I've met. Look at all these other bands I've played with, all these other talented musicians, and look at this beautiful family I got. He is the dope who got kicked out of the Beatles. Yeah. And look at his attitude. So do do you guys, sometimes I feel like aggressively optimistic. Like people get tired of me because I'm... So positive, ready to go. That's what I feel like. Like, It hasn't been said, but I'm like, 
You can feel it. Well, yeah. yeah. It's just like I'm the same way. Like, why not have a good attitude? Like, that's the only thing you can control. It's a it's a contribution, you know. You ever walk in a room and, and like you're just sitting there, it's all dull, and somebody else walks in, it's like the room fills over. It's oh, like, yeah. Boom. It's like who is this magical specimen who just walked into here? It's just somebody with a positive attitude. That's a what beautiful we had, soul. Had talked about in the at the beginning of the year when we were talking about our resolutions. Like, what are you trying to do? Like, yeah. I'm trying to be the most positive mf'er you've met. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's and a lot of positivity. It, it, it's been a heck of a year, man. 2021 is off to a horrible start. But you know what they say? Horrible. If you got to walk through hell, walk through it like you own it. You know, and the devil's leasing from you. And guess what? Rents due. You know what Grant Cardone says? Uh, 10 exit. When you walk through a dark alley, you know, and there's like criminals and you're scared for your life. Yeah. He said, put your, um, what do you say, like put your hood on and act like the scariest MF in the, in the alley. Okay, good good analogy. This is my alley. Yeah. This is my alley. There now, are many sir. like it. This one's mine. Yeah. Well, I think we did it, guys. That uh, sounds yeah, like an episode a, two a, to me. That was a really good one. So, I mean, I'm we, a big fan of the survival. I'm, I like it too. That's a good segment. We, we need a theme song for that. That'd be or like a like a cool beat or something. Cool beat. A cool beat song. Bears and Beats Battlestar Galactica. All right, guys. Well, that's it. My name's Jacob Henley. That's Patrick Webb, and that's Caleb Dominguez. We are Earn Your Snacks. Don't forget to holler at us with any questions or concerns, I guess, that you may have. We'd love to hear it. You can email us, Facebook us, Instagram, tweet us. TikTok us, whatever you want, is all at Earn Your Snacks. You can also go to our website, earnyoursnacks.com, fill out the contact form, and it'll find its way back to us with no problem. Sweet. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Make sure to leave us suggestions on our email at earnyoursnacks at gmail.com. Okay, now. (laughs) See you later. about Uranus? There's none. <laughs> none. I still can't say that word and not die. <laughs> 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 <laughs>